0: What is up, everyone, and welcome to the 5-Out Podcast. Today, we've got another college basketball interview for you guys. Before we get to that, I'm going to give you guys quick little information about us. Uh, you guys can listen to our episodes that we post every Thursday on Apple or Spotify. Those episodes are mainly about NBA, uh, what's, going around, what's going on around the league. Obviously, right now, we got the playoffs going on. Um, and then, you know, college basketball, when that's hot and heavy, we did a whole March Madness month. Uh, so be be sure to, to follow and subscribe to those platforms for us that so we will be able to know when we post our episodes and also listen to our weekly stuff. We try to get interviews out as much as possible whenever we get them. Those drop on Mondays, so be sure to uh, check those out as well. Uh, whenever they do drop, this is what you're listening to right now is an interview. Um, but then also we're on YouTube at Sideline Sports, the channel. Be sure to check that out as well. That way you guys can listen and watch the episodes. They're a little bit more interactive. We also have YouTube exclusives there as well. So be sure to follow, subscribe, and hit that post notification bell. So you guys can actually be notified whenever the episodes do drop on YouTube. So that's where to find us if you guys want to listen to more of our episodes or see some of our future stuff coming out in the the future. Uh, If you guys want to look us up on Twitter, though, we're at 5out or 5 underscore out. Uh, you'll be able to look us up there. You'll be able to interact with us. We post weekly stuff, uh, we do some poll questions, You know, have some funny tweets. we That's where you'll also be able to find all of our stuff um, as well. So be sure to check that out. If you guys prefer Instagram or TikTok, we are on those platforms as well at Sideline Sports. So they have the Five Out stuff as well as some of our other stuff as well, um, or other podcasts as well there. So be sure to check that out. So you guys can be staying up to date with all of our information. But I know you guys are here for for our interviewee today. So I'm gonna go ahead and stop talking now and go ahead and get this episode rolling. Here is Christian Plummer.
1: Bitch, it ain't even my birthday, but I can ball if I want to ball, Pull up on cars if I want to Hop out that bitch with that on in my jumpsuit Just do what I say and I love you, okay? I get this shit from my uncle I told Bay get 22 inches of weave tonight I wanna yeah, fuck a Rapunzel Ain't yeah, fuck yeah. the right, you ain't pulling the hell bitch, yeah. in it, my Legs on the side of your head Now fuck it, let's get in the chair When she throw that ass back, I say yeah I fuck around, get on the PJ tomorrow And put that bitch up in the L Fly that bitch up out of L.A. to Charlotte To pick up my barber, to come cut my hair Cause I'm having it, nigga Got Me and
0: my little bitch be dressing what is up everyone and welcome to the five out podcast today we've got another college basketball interview for you guys i believe you're my seventh interviewee christian maybe six six or seven um i'm starting to you know rack them off but i knew at one point in time i had to bring on my boy christian on the yeah. podcast um you know i didn't know you until you i was a junior or no until i was a senior in high school and you were a junior um and then you came into my life and We've been there ever since, man. We we've been friends ever since. I was happy to bring you along the journey with me. Um, but that's kind of how we met is in high school. But before that, you were at DeSoto um, playing over there. You come over to our our team, um, and then DeSoto goes on to win a state championship that same year. So unfortunate, but um, you know, I'm sure you enjoyed the decision to coming in Coppell and playing there. Let's go ahead and talk about some Coppell basketball first. We'll get into Soto here in a second, but what was that transition like for yourself coming in junior year, um, coming to Coppell? It's completely different to Soto. What was that like for yourself?
2: Um, it was big, man. Um, I feel like it was a great decision I made. Um, it actually helped me, you know, my game grow mm-hmm. um, as a player. Um, definitely was a big switch, though. You know, you go from a team who presses every day, all day, you know, to a team that you know we're kind of laid back, kind of play smart basketball. Um it, it, The transition was definitely, definitely different, but I was ready for it. Uh, coming in the junior year, I was more confident. We actually played DeSoto twice, mm-hmm. in that and that in that, you know, fall league, and we beat them once and tied the second. <laughs> we wanted that second win so bad, but you know, so that's why I didn't really feel too, you know, too bad about it. They did win state, that did piss me off. <laughs> But it was good, man. The transition was good. I'm glad I made the decision. Uh, I met a lot of people, had a lot of relationships and friendships. And like I said, my game got better. Got I got exposed to a lot of different things, and yeah, I still use today.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a, you know transition, Capo. You know, Coach Pell used to press, but uh, whenever you got there, we kind of were like, "Hey, dude, we can't press. Can't press. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to be in close games." So, um, you know, we're playing. Different kind of style de- uh, defense. Now, junior, you come into a team that's very senior-led. You know, you got guys like myself, Josh Fink, uh, Sam Marshall. Even though he's your same year, but has been on varsity for almost four years now. Rob, what was, what was that team like? Oh, yeah, Rob as well. Rob too. What was that team like coming into? Um, were you, I guess, nervous about overstepping any boundaries or anything, or what, what was your mindset like?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't really. I feel like I fit in pretty well. I didn't. I didn't try to overdo anything. Um, you know, it was a lot to learn, hella plays. You know, I didn't want to, you know, I was just learning. It was a big learning curve. Um, You know, I took, I looked up to you, Luke, you know, Josh, you know, I looked up, Boots, all of y'all, man, Peyton, looked up to y'all to, you know, lead me in the right direction. You guys knew what the system was. You know, I had to learn it. Um, I caught on, you know, fairly quick, but, you know, there was still ways that y'all, you know, taught me. And that's really what my junior year was for. It's really just, you know, getting a feel, learning, and also producing.
0: Yes, sir well you helped us in a big way you know the year before we were an okay team we 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 upsetted duncanville in the playoffs um, but that senior year team we were, we were really good um unfortunately what happened in the playoffs you know we did lose to duncanville they upset us i guess you, if you want to call it that um you know and that that senior year there was a lot of great stories we have um just a couple off the top of my head you know i mean that the whole last the whole last game was just a, a train wreck I, I'll mm-hmm. call it that you know you you ended up having cramps pretty much the entire second half right. um I ended up having a bloody nose uh, the entire bloody first game. half uh, <laughs> Sam missed a wide open layup to win the game it just it, it it was tough yeah I mean we that's how we all feel about it you know I brought on Sam we had to talk about it of course mm-hmm. earlier um you know it it is what it is we learn from it we grow from it I think that that team though we, we're all very close uh, we all play hoops still together. You know, you, me, Booch, Peyton were just playing together, you know, not two weeks ago. Um, and so a lot a lot of great stories, a lot of great bonds from that team. But then your senior year, you lose a lot of us seniors. We had six seniors who graduated. K.J. Lundzer was one of your close friends as well. Um, yeah. What was that kind of transition like for you guys, that, that juniors who then played their senior year without us? What was that year like for you?
2: Um, the year was big, man. We had to really come in with a lot of, a lot of aggression, you know, taking the taking the crown from y'all.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that took, that was pretty tough, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, we had to mature in a year, um, change our mentality in a year. Um, didn't make the playoffs, so I guess you could say it didn't work as fast mm-hmm. as it needed to. Um, we had opportunities, but, you know, we fell short. Um, that was one thing Coach Pell talked about all year. You know, we had to be mature. We had to win games. We lost a lot of close games. You know, we didn't really have that that grit mentality like you guys did. Um, you know, the defensive side, we struggled a little bit, but it was still a great experience. Like I said, it was it was a, another learning curve on how to be a leader um, and things in that, in, that, in that nature.
0: Exactly. Well, you guys also played in a tougher district with guys like That's Drew true. Timmy in it, uh, Marcus Garrett, a lot of guys who went on to, you know, who are big D1 guys. So a little bit tougher district, so it makes sense. I
2: still feel like, I mean, with y'all there, bro, I really feel like it could have been a little different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. It would have been tough. We would have been tough, but um, you know, your, your growth from your junior year to your senior year not, you probably could have done it your junior year, but you came in and you just did what the team needed your senior year, though, you became a phenomenal offensive player. Um, you can, you can score any type of way. I mean, if you play with Christian, he is, you just give him the ball and you let him do whatever he wants to do. Basically at this point, um, his growth has been amazing to watch. Um, yeah. Offensively, what can you not do?
1: I'm not that's the answer that. I was
0: looking for nothing <laughs> Christian can do everything that's what I wanted out of him is to, his, it's him to say nothing basically um, <laughs> but but um let's 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 take it back just a little bit you know at DeSoto there's a lot of big name guys you had Marcus Bolden um Jules a bunch of other guys as well that I know who they are but I can't remember their names with Chase as well um mm-hmm. what was that kind of mentality like and what was the difference like in just the practice and, and the culture at the Soto than it was at Capel.
2: The intensity level was definitely ten times, twenty times better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every day was like war. You know, and that's and that's kind of what Coach Pell, you know, he wanted us to be. Um, we didn't we didn't get nowhere near what they you know the level that they're on, but I mean we still competed. But yeah, at the, the Soto the competitive level is is, is is amazing. There's people of all talents, all ages, all sizes. Who can come in and they want your spot? You know it's very, very valuable to be at Desoto. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great program, ran you know Chris Dyer, but yeah, like he he started it. And he's he's been doing it for a long time, man. So he knows exactly what he's talking about. Um, the leadership standpoint, um, they really treat it like it's a you know it's a division school, bro. It's, it's very serious. Everything's very serious. Practicing against Marquise Bolden and you know, all of them, bro, it's crazy. Like they are nice. <laughs> Yeah. patches and stuff are intense.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it, it's crazy to think that as a freshman, he was only on JV. Um, you know, Marquise and even Jules, they were all on JV that year. I'm sure you were on JV too, right? Yeah. As a freshman, yeah. Like y'all, like y'all's team was stacked. Uh, I remember playing you guys in Arlington Bowie tournament. Fortunately, mm-hmm. I was on the freshman team. I only had to play that guy named Tristan Wallace. I think his oh, name yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. He. I think he used to be called Boss or something. Yeah. Something like <laughs>
2: You see how big he is, though.
0: Yeah, he was. He, I, <laughs> I had to play him in football as a quarterback. It was not fun. Um, but he, but yeah, I remember having to play him in basketball. I mean, he's just running through people like like it's football. And I'm like, dude. And then I go over and watch our JV team play, and they're playing guys who, you know, are just like yourself, Jules, Marquise. Like you guys were stacked at DeSoto, those winning couple of Coming to
2: winning the championship. <laughs>
0: Yeah, know exactly. And it's crazy all that you haven't wanted more, um, but you also have to play against Cedar Hill and Duncanville almost every exactly. year um, exactly. in, in the uh, district. So um, very tough out there in DeSoto, but they have a ton of great athletes out there. So um, I, I'm, I'm sure it was, it was a huge culture shock and transition to go to Coppell. I know you, like you Definitely. said, you played with us a little bit before seeing us around and whatnot, but um it's definitely a different mindset when you're in Coppell compared to DeSoto. So, <laughs> no, definitely. Um, but a huge part about basketball is the AAU scene. Um, how much AAU ball did you play during your high school time?
2: Well, I played a ton. Um, played with the Dallas Mustangs.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I played with them growing up, sixth grade, but well, fifth grade, sixth grade. Jumped around in between, um, kind of stayed with the same, you know, same players. Just kind of, you know, different name, different team, different coach, et cetera. And um, going up into high school, I still stuck with the Mustangs. There were, like, two or three different teams, though, but, um, yeah, I still stayed with the Mustangs.
0: Yeah, an AAU scene is huge. Um, you know, myself, I played a lot against a lot of top-tier talent because I played for AAU. Um, talk about what that's like and how different that is in high school basketball.
2: Man, it's different. Yeah. Um, we got fifty games a week.
3: <laughs>
2: you know, and on top of school, on top of training, on top of, you know, whatever else you got to do. But it's I love AU, man. I miss AU. Um, it's a lot of you know, it's very competitive. You get to travel. Um I know different tournaments. We went to Atlanta,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, played against the top ta- top tier talent you go to Vegas. You know, it's 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 a it's a journey, man. And um throughout the high school days, man, it was it was a battle. Um, My team personally, there was a lot of, it was a great talent. We had um, players, you know, Tim, Tim from Mm -hmm. from, uh, Timberview. Uh, He was uh, my point guard and, you know, playing with people like that, man, it's, it's a grind for real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. AAU is definitely a grind. Um, It's, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, you love it, but you hate it at the same time. I remember when I was a junior, my last year at AU, um, Me and me and a buddy, I won't name him. We uh, we kind of were like, you know, in tournament games, they they change it that year to where Friday nights is when the pool play would start, and then and then Saturday night is when the bracket would start. And so me and him would be like, hey, Saturday night we could be done and not have to come back <laughs> Sunday <laughs> for no early morning games. Cause it, I mean, it's a grind. And by that time, you know, you're, you're so ready to be done, but the talent you play in the Dallas area, man, like it's, I mean, it's crazy the the amount of D one players that I've played against that I've just, and also been in the same gym with not even had to play against them is crazy. Um, And the, the people that travel here just to play, it's crazy. But as you mentioned, like some of my favorite tournaments I've played were out of state um, Vegas, most namely is my, was probably my favorite one, just because, you know, there's so much to do in Vegas. So AAU is definitely, and I will say now it's getting a lot worse because I don't know if you've been seeing these these Twitter fights. People have been going crazy on Twitter uh, or on AAU games. Parents fighting refs, parents fighting players, coaches fighting players. I, there's been a lot more than there was back in the day. Um, and I just, just I haven't. I haven't seen any of that. <laughs> so I'll have to send you some next time I see it. Um, just because like they're they're definitely they're definitely it's definitely crazy. Like I I would not used a use change is what I'll say gotcha. uh, and I'll keep it at that now let's go ahead and talk a little bit about your recruitment process you know it w- probably wasn't as great as you wanted it to be but can you talk about what that process was like for yourself
2: um the prices also is a grind um, it's like a whole it's like a whole nother switch a whole nother transfer mm-hmm. um, I was recruited first by you UN, and UN University of um, Texas at Dallas mm-hmm. And I liked it there, man. The 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 environment, the the campus itself was beautiful. It's new. That's mm-hmm. uh, so where Robin and Peyton ended up going. Mm-hmm. Um they're a D3 though. I definitely wanted to test my test my experience and, and going back, I maybe would have gone there just to, you know, get grab that early college experience. Cause remember we talked mm-hmm. and I didn't play my freshman year. Uh, maybe going back, I would have taken that, also recruited by Talton, um, making that transition was I went down there, tried out, made the team, end up, you know, they're D2, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I want to try to go D1, and then i you know, missing that as well. Um, definitely a lot of ego, <laughs> definitely a lot of ego there. Yeah. Um, you know, but I kept working, you know, I kept grinding, I did, I trusted myself with my decisions, and actually, you know, it actually. Worked out in my favor, you know, getting that call from UTSA Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and uh, going there. That experience was great. Um, Phenomenal. Coaches were phenomenal. Campus phenomenal. Experience was phenomenal. That's what I ended up graduating from. Um, But I'm still trying to hoop, you know. I'm still, you know, that recruitment process is still going on to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm scheduled to play at University of North Texas at Dallas, but, you know, anything can change. I've already graduated, so I can go pro if I, you know, have that option, or you know, just go ahead and finish up at at UNTD and just call it, you know. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. recruitment process, man, is still it never stops. You know, it only stops when you tell it to stop. And I say, if you if you really, you know, got that mentality, if you still got the energy, still got the body, you know, your bones ain't broken and nothing like that, you should keep going.
0: Exactly. Well, I remember, you know, freshman year, I had the that. That's kind of where you and I would say bonded more than than any year. You know, we did play yeah. together your junior year of high school, but your freshman year. You were at UTA, going to school, trying to trying to play still. Um, but I, we we ended up working together and we got right. really close at a, at this company. I won't name its name because it's <laughs> <so> girly. <laughs> um, but we, we had a lot of time to spend together and we, we talked a lot about it, different things. And you know, you were still grinding. We were scouting for Coach Pell at the time, going to to watch Skyline games and, and, and Richardson games, and um, we, we drove to Waco together to watch. Um, oh, what's his name? He just played for Houston. Quinn Grimes. We watched Quinn oh, yeah, Grimes yeah, yeah, yeah. in Waco um, for no reason because we knew we were about to lose the Rockwell Heath. <laughs> no, and we, we drove down with Murphy and watched Rockwall Heath play in the middle of nowhere in Texas. So we, we definitely spent a lot of time together that freshman year. And I think, again, that's where our kind of our relationship really stems from is that year, even though we knew each other. We were friends before, but we got really close that year. Um, so that was fun. And it was awesome to see you go play at UTSA. But we're going to talk about that here in just a second. We're going to take a quick ad timeout here from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. When we come back, we're going to talk to Christian about his college career. We'll see you guys after the break. And we are back. As I just mentioned, we're going to go ahead and talk about Christian's college career. So his sophomore year of college, he ends up at UTSA as a walk-on, correct? Yep. So what what kind of, we haven't talked to a basketball player who's been a walk-on yet. Um, so what was that like for yourself, walking onto that team?
2: Um, when I first got there, definitely a big difference, mm-hmm. you know, talent level sky high. You know, we got Keaton Wallace, Richardson, Javon Jackson, you mm-hmm. know, Trinity. Those are top tier players, you know. And, and when I first got there, you know, it was first, you know, I traded it as it was, you know, the blessing to be here. Kind of coasted, you know, um, worked out a lot. Like their, their, their workouts is, you know, far, you know more intense than ever. Um, but it was easy to, I won't say easy is the word, but I got adjusted, you know, pretty quick like I thought I would. Um, I hung around Keaton a lot and he was a leader on the team at the time, uh, one of the leaders at the team on the team at the time. And, you know, going under him helped me grow so much. Um, but, you know, being that walk-on, you still get looked over mm-hmm. um, and you still got to, you know, earn your spot. So at first I was supposed to be Practice player, nothing else. Next thing you know, three games in, I'm traveling.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So that, that, you know, that that bridge point, you know, something had to show. um, And I just continued to, you know, show that throughout the the season. Um, About midway season was when I really felt like I was locked in, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in practices. Very, you know, practices are very competitive every day. You know, um, I don't know how they have been in the past, but. I definitely feel like they were like intense. You know, I had a, there was two other walk-ons, Austin Temperman, he's out of Houston, out of the Woodlands and uh, Mateo, he's out of Dallas as well, Prestonwood. And we brought so much, you know, fight ourselves, being so young, Mm -hmm. you know, being people who were getting looked over. We brought so much fight to the team and we helped the team. We we had a great year that year, you know. Um, Yeah, that year, my first year there was, was amazing. Um, definitely did want to play. I did got again the game, you know, hooped a little bit. Um, I think I probably scored out of three of the four games I played in. So it was it was definitely a great experience. Um definitely wanted more coming out next year. Um but early, early into that, early, early into the to the to the season. So we had a boot camp. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I killed boot camp. Like if they had an award I definitely would have gotten it. Um I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> um <laughs> And leading after that boot camp, I thought it was going to be, you know, he earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, moving into the next year, but you know, a lot of people, if you are a walk on, watching this, or you know, you know, kind of know how D one works, you know, it's, it takes a lot more than that.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: another ego hit me, and I was like, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm I could be used somewhere. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I'm putting all this effort in, and I feel like, you know, that's kind of what I thought in my head. Like, I'm supposed to take, I'm supposed to grasp something. Mm-hmm. And move somewhere else and show it. Uh, I feel like that's my purpose. You know, I was at DeSoto. I mm-hmm. a lot of you know information, got a lot of you know knowledge about the game. Moved to Coppell and helped you know Coppell show it. You know, I went to ETSA, got a lot of information, tons of more information, experience, you know, strength. Now I'm transferring to University of North Texas at Dallas, and I feel like here I'm supposed to show it. Here I'm supposed to you know, why didn't that? Why didn't the team help the team in that way? So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, the, the transition from, from, from high school to, to D one is big and it's even bigger going from D one to an NAI program. Cause that's a big leadership step. You know, you gotta help everybody get to where you were and also show them what it takes. Cause they don't know what it takes. They don't know how much you have to grind. They don't know how much every day counts.
3: Exactly.
2: counts. Every shot counts, you know, dieting count, everything counts, you know? So, it was great to see that at, at UTSA and glad I got that experience.
0: Exactly. And I will say this, you know, I, I've known you for a while now. Um, you're a very hardworking dude. You know, you have grinded at your game, grinded at your craft. So to to, to know that you grinded to get to where you were to be just a practice player to then being actually on the roster and getting games, I know it's because of your work ethic. So, you know, shout out to you, my guy. Um, a couple that. more questions about UTSA. Um, just kind of as a whole uh, and as a university, I guess. Um, what was the kind of the biggest transition for you off the court within the classroom? You know, going from high school, Coppell, which is a pretty prestigious school, but still going to university. What kind of transition was like that? Was like that for yourself?
2: Big transition. Um, a lot of the social life, bro. I did not get mm-hmm. you know, the whole. So I had two years at UTSA. The first year I played. The second year I was in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So the first year, bro, it was legit just school and basketball Mm -hmm. like school your teammates basketball and 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 it's not a bad thing you know I love that that was the focus was there we were always grinding together you know those are my dudes but when I did step out of playing basketball I started to see how much of the school can bring to you like I I saw the school aspect of it and Mm -hmm. we miss a lot you know hooping it's a definitely you know that was probably one of the biggest things is being away from everybody mm-hmm. you know to be with this you know with the team um like i said it's not a bad thing it's just it's just different you know um school is also tough too <laughs> yeah you know, taking five six classes and we on the road we got two road games this week you know the next week we're in town and I'm trying to make sure that you look good play good for the home team i mean for the hometown you know so it's mm-hmm. Schools and you definitely can't miss school, can't miss class on your butt every day. Um, shit, that was probably the biggest thing, bro. Because you know, in Coppell, it was it, it was like academics was 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 tougher. But I feel like it wasn't as tough as college. Like college is more every day, every day, every day. School, high school, to me, was kind of like every week. You know, mm-hmm. homework due next week. Kind of had some lenient teachers and stuff like that. But you know in college, but nothing is lenient. You earn everything you you, you do. Um, like I said, we had advisors on our butt, making sure that we don't miss nothing. So doing that, making sure we don't practice on time. Make sure, you know, it's, it's a grind for sure.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. Now being in UTSA, you're in San Antonio. Um, what was your favorite thing to do in San Antonio when you weren't hooping or doing school?
2: I wasn't hooping or doing school. Shit, parlaying at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we went th- we went downtown a lot. Um, there's a few 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 venues and stuff downtown. Um, we clubbed a little bit, not too much though. Mm-hmm. That scene got old. Yeah, um, the whole scene to me personally in San Antonio got old. Mm-hmm. Uh, got repetitive. Felt like I was wasting my time. You know, um, definitely wanted to get back on that basketball grind because you know I slipped away. In the transfer portal, I started doing a lot of more things, which is like I said, it's not it's not bad. You know, I got the experience. I did tons of things, bro, like country style things, riding horses,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you
2: know, um, you know, exploring, you know, all these different foods and yeah, you know, places with people, man. It was it was a great experience. Shopping down there is crazy. Yeah. Um,
0: what, but, what was what was the best restaurant in San Antonio? Best restaurant
2: in San Antonio. I'll say mine, bro. Taco Palinque. It's okay. Mexican restaurant, bro. Best tacos. Open go. 24 hours, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfect for a college student, right? <laughs> Perfect. So if you're ever in San Antonio, make sure you go check out that spot. Um, and if you don't like it, you can yell at Christian about it. Um, <laughs> I give you permission. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I will say this. I've been in San Antonio a couple of times. Um, and I feel like I never need to go back. Um, you know, being growing up in Dallas, um, there's so much to do in the city of Dallas. And yes, it does get repetitive at times, but there's so many different areas. You got Fort Worth. That's only 30, 45 minutes away, depending on where you live. San Antonio. I mean, it's not that fun in my opinion. It's just, that's just my opinion.
2: Exactly. And, that's what I was, and that's what I meant by, you know, when I said, you know, it's, it got old. It definitely did. You know, I, I kind of feel like I was just down there, you know, mm-hmm. full of friends. You, you gonna meet friends, brother. You're going to yeah. make, gonna make tons of friends, like, they still going to be in your circle, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely feel like I was wasting time and definitely wanted to move on, you know, with basketball.
0: There you go. Well, I will say this before we move on to UNT Dallas. Um, if you want a good laugh, go look at Christian's UTSA pictures <laughs> and compare to what he looks like now. He looks like a baby. Um, and that's the Christian I remember and then now I see him with a fully grown beard oh, looking, <laughs> looking all sharp, um, looking like a grown man. So it's funny. It's funny to go back and, and reminisce about um, little baby Christian is what I'll call him. <laughs> um, but now you find yourself at UNT Dallas. How did you end up at UNT Dallas?
2: Um, I reached out to Josh Howard. Um, <laughs> I was laying in my bed one night. I was like, man, nothing is coming my way. I got to start making stuff come my way. You know, I got to start doing it my own. Um, I reached out to the coach. I re- actually reached out to a player who had recently got uh, accepted. And I was like, hey, yo, basically asked him, you know, what do you do? He gave me coach's number, talked to the coach, Josh Howard, and got invited to a tryout and just went crazy. Uh, I think I probably had one of the best. That's probably one of my best tryouts. Um, workouts in general. Mm-hmm. I shot the ball really well. Um, ball handling was shaky, but you know, enough to, you know, get me through. And that's how I kind of got on board with them.
0: Gotcha. And UNT Dallas is a, is a newer school, correct?
2: Right, correct, correct.
0: Oh, so they haven't had much, much experience. So what is it like to kind of build a new program in a sense?
2: It's another, it's another cupful experience. <laughs> you know, this it's, it's going to take a lot of grit, a lot of grind mm-hmm. to overcome. You know, we can't just be the average team, you know, new team got a big name for our coach. You know, we definitely got to come in with the the mentality to to grow this program uh, mm-hmm. each and every day. Um, going into this fall, definitely want to be show like big time leadership. Um, like I said, coming from UTSA, I know a lot more, can help the team a lot more. We definitely gonna have to exploit that every day because it's a new program. We got to, you know, we got to get our name on the map early, early, early. And if I'm trying to go pro, definitely got to get up there. So Baby. it's going to be, it's going to be a great season. Uh, we just had a season, uh, you know, COVID, you know, playing games here and there. Uh, we showcased a lot of, a lot of our talents and I'm really excited about this fall.
0: There you go. Well, nice thing is you're not far from a lot of us in Dallas, you no. know, so, you know, maybe the hometown Capel and DeSoto can join together and we can come My out definitely. and support <laughs> Christian at his UNT uh, Dallas school. Now, I, I, I you know, I don't What are, what are y'all <laughs> called? I, I mean, I graduated from UNT and I did, I only found about the program um, my senior year. So well, what is what is UNT Dallas calling? Like, what's your mascot? Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Okay, well, yeah. hey, perfect. You're trailblazing a, a path for the for the guys behind you, for the you know, for the younger guys um, going to UNT Dallas. But, um, you know, you're talking about professionals, Let's get into that a little bit. Um, you know obviously you don't want to stop hooping you know you're you're very good at it (laughs) I'm I'm very adamant about that Christian is a very good basketball player Um, and so I definitely want you to go pro Um, kind of what's your aspirations with that and um, what's your goals when it comes to professional ball
2: and right now right now it's just get bigger get stronger you know the normal it seems so easy you know coming out my mouth get bigger get stronger shoot better you know but the the in-between stages is, is the part that you know it takes consistency man and that's my biggest word this year has been consistency just stay consistent don't get you know don't let anything you know distract me from my path you know females you know dieting food you know like fast food restaurants drive straight past I'm like you know I've just been focused on really staying consistent with my work ethic and you know getting to that next level
0: if you had to pick one place overseas or even in the G League or professionals, where would you want to play? Where would you want to end up?
2: If I go overseas, bro, definitely somewhere in the Euro League. Okay. Of course that's the top league, but mm-hmm. um, I have a friend down there playing right now, show- showcasing a lot of talents. He went to UTSA. City. Okay. And uh his name is Gio. But yeah, going going to that Euro League would be tough, man. Um G League, I mean, all of those, but it's just like you know, if I was to be drafted, you really don't care. It's just
3: mm-hmm.
2: I'm on the team, exactly. you know, um, even if it's the magic, you know. <laughs> you just want to go there. you just like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Let help the team get better, get better on my own and see where it goes.
0: Exactly. Well, hopefully someday we're over. Maybe maybe if you go overseas at some point, um, you know, maybe I'll make a trip out of it just because why not, you know why not I go overseas invited, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly up to show me the nice places over there to eat and whatnot um so yeah so so that's that's Christian Plummer's story it's still it's not finished yet he's still writing his story um and so thank you for sharing that but we're gonna go ahead and get into kind of the last part of this interview I always love to, inter- to finish my interviews with some funny questions um you know, we had some funny conversations in our locker room when we were in high school. And it's just this is just an extension of that um, in a sense. So the first one, though, it's not crazy. It's not it's, it's basketball related. Would you rather have a shoe named after yourself, kind of like a LeBron or a Zion or something? Or would you rather have an award named after yourself, such as like an MVP award or like a a finals trophy or something like that?
2: Uh, Definitely shoe.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Only because, I mean, if if I am that popular, you know, people buying my shoe, I'm getting that revenue. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in the yeah. game, you wearing my shoe. I like that. Award would be tough, though. Award award would be tough, but I think I'll go shoe.
0: Yeah, I, I will say my only argument against the award is, you know, the Bill Russell Award is the Finals MVP. That's, that's but I have, I have I have I have no idea. I like I know it is that, but I don't ever refer it to that. I'm like, who's the Finals MVP? <laughs> okay. Whereas a shoe, you know. Oh, those are plumbers. You know, oh, exactly. those are Christians. You know what I'm saying? Like y- you refer to it by name. And as you mentioned, you do get revenue for it. So uh, <laughs> that's always nice. And it'd be clean to rock your own shoes. Exactly. You know? Everyone's always, everyone at some point has done the Nike ID where you customize your shoe, you make it to how you want it to look kind of. Um, now you don't get to make like a whole new shoe, but you get to make a shoe customized the way right, you right. like it. So uh, I'm sure everyone would love. It. And when you play 2K, you always get to create your own shoe. <laughs> hey. The shoe is the way to go. Um, awesome. This next one is again another is that an older question that I brought back um, from some of our older interviews. Would you rather be able to fly at twenty five miles per hour or run at a hundred miles per hour?
2: Run right, for sure.
0: Run. Yeah. Why? Why is that?
2: Actually, I don't know, but flying is different. <laughs> I think I think fly. Fuck okay, it, I say fly.
0: Why? There you go. Just
2: because it makes different. Yeah my lazy ass don't want to run nowhere
0: <laughs> but you're going 100 miles per hour
2: i know but i don't care <laughs> i rather cruise i can cruise in there
0: there you go and i was like you have no traffic up there really exactly.
2: you know? like, i'm cruising but i'm skying over everybody. there you go
0: this next one is where it gets a little controversial um hopefully you know i know you have two older or two brothers um so hopefully you know you don't have to worry about this but are teammates sisters off limits to date
2: Teammate, I mean, to me, depend on how bad she
3: is.
0: <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> and this is a hypothetical situation. So like I'm not, you know, I don't know any of your teammates. I'm not saying specific team teammates. No, no, say yeah. Yeah,
2: and if she it depend on how bad she if she real bad, and I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna have to talk to her. Then me and me and bro gonna have to have a conversation.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm dead. Um it, it it's very interesting from a basketball perspective, you know. The, t- the 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 locker room is a lot closer. You have closer bonds with basketball players. You know, I view it from football as well. Football, you know, there's 100 plus guys in the locker room sometimes. So you might not know who that brother is, that teammate is, or that teammate is and who, the, you know, whereas in basketball, like you pretty much know everyone in the locker room. So no, sure. it's, it's it's real tough, but that was a funny answer. I don't think anyone's ever actually said that. So that, that was a very funny answer, a very original answer there. Um, no, now the it, other it, it, one. It depends
2: on You know, it depends on, A lot more things, though. Like you know, you definitely gotta be more serious.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Um,
2: and and your friend will be able to let you know, like, "Hey, nah, he's not serious. He just pushing." You know, yeah. And but um, yeah, bro. Like, if you serious, serious about it, then I feel like you should definitely just talk to him. But if you bsing, then nah, bro, you (laughs) out. There you go.
0: And this last one here is 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 almost the same question, just with different i guess scenario our coaches daughters off limits to date okay, bro, that's that's, what,
3: that's.
2: And,
0: and these are these are coaches of your program um not yeah, of another program
2: that is to me on a different level though mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Nah, but you can't date the coach daughter bro
0: hey you, you got to do anything you can to get minutes sometimes but at the
2: same time
0: but at the same time though um you have to be like the perfect boyfriend in that situation um because you mess one thing up hey your minutes are gone <laughs> Dude, your minutes man your career
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean that is true too that is true too um but christian i'm gonna let you have kind of the last word here you can go ahead and shout yourself out for any college coaches that may be listening, as well as just yourself, you know, your your Instagram, Twitter, whatever, um, as well as give any final words out there for anyone listening.
2: So man. H, go follow my IG page, man. I am that Christian5, man. Thank you for true for having me, man. Guys, whoever's listening. Um, if you still, like I said earlier, man, if you still have that the bones, you know, if you still got the muscles, still got the fight in you, the grinding, man, continue to produce, continue to go. You never know what can happen. God can make anything happen. My freshman year, bro, before I got the call, I was with Drew. Mm-hmm. Like, we literally were talking about it the day before, and I had no plan. You know, I was still in school, just working with Drew. Next you know, next, like, one day, it was in June, just got a call from UTSA.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's where I ended up, you know, my journey ended up taking me. So I just say, man, you, you never know what's in store for you. You never know what can happen, man. Keep grinding, keep going. That's all I got to say
0: there you go well his his uh his uh instagram and twitter and stuff will be in the comments down below um so make sure you guys go ahead and follow those you'll, you'll see him on our twitter and everything as well but christian thank you so much for coming on my man and listen to his words because i I'm serious we were literally doing nothing christian had no aspirations at that point he was like i'm still trying but i you know i got nowhere no interest and it just happened randomly one day so um be sure you guys stay stay focused and keep grinding as Christian has. But that's going to do it for us here on the Five Out Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. And that's going to do it for our interview with Christian Plummer. It was a great interview from him. I enjoyed talking to him. He's one of my closest friends. So I was happy that I was able to bring him on and hear about his story. It's been a rough one. He's a talented basketball player. Just the chips have not followed his way. He's making the best of the situation. and He's grinding every day. That dude has one of the best work ethics I've ever seen. Um, and he is just a straight hooper. I love playing with him anytime I get. Um, but that was his interview. And again, I'm going to wrap it up real fast talking about where you guys can find us as well. Um, again, we post episodes every Thursday and Monday or most Mondays, depending on if we have an interview that week or not. So be sure to follow us on Apple or Spotify. If you guys want to listen to just the podcast, you guys look us up at five out, be sure to follow, subscribe there as well. So you guys can see our future content. If you guys want to look us up on YouTube though, to listen and to watch our episodes, you guys can look us up at sideline sports. Again, we post our five Out episodes there as well as our splitting up rights podcast episodes and YouTube exclusives. So be sure to follow there, subscribe and hit that post notification bell. That way you guys can stay up to date with all of our information. If you guys want to look us up on Twitter, check us out at five underscore out. We post weekly content there, including poll questions. Um, You know, we post our episodes as well, and then we'll do some funny stuff there as well. So be sure to check us out there. If you guys prefer Instagram or TikTok, you guys can look us up. But we're under Sideline Sports, so you'll see five out stuff as well as Splitting Uprights and maybe other podcasts in the future that's gonna go ahead and do it for this episode thank you guys so much for clicking on it and listening to christian's story again i had a blast talking to him about his career hope nothing but the best for him and his future endeavors that's gonna do it for this episode thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you guys next time
1: Get the salad, the nigga Hop out that bitch with that ratchet, Let's go oh, Stun like my motherfucking daddy, yeah Mama, your baby, a savage Uncle right here is crack crap pipe in my mattress a nigga play with me, fuck it, I slapped him Thought I was laughing, he see I won't laughing <laughs> Bitch, it ain't even my birthday, but I can ball if I want to ball. Pull up on cars if I want to How about that bitch with that on in my jumpsuit Just do what I say and I love you, okay I get this shit from my uncle I told Bay get 22 inches of weed tonight I want to fuck go, a Rapunzel go. Ain't fucking the right, you ain't pulling the hell I pull on the grip it. Lock up arms like she getting arrested Throwing around like she getting Fucking me back, girl, that pussy impressive Put one leg right here, put the other one up look flexible, bitch, you Trying to keep up with this shit, but it's levels of diamonds and DR All over this sweater, it's foul in the front of my waistline First nigga try me, it's playtime Play around, you lay down Dog in the house like Cujo Me and her get on the floor and we feel like some canines Popular nigga, gon' have to put you with the top of the list Ain't no option, a nigga, they scared to let me in the room Somebody in that bitch gotta be blocking my pep this bitch It ain't even my birthday, but I can ball if I want to Pull out on cars if I want to Hop out that bitch with that on in my jumpsuit Just do what I say and I I love you, K. Nah. I get this shit from my uncle. I told Babe, get 22 inches of weed tonight. I wanna Go fuck a Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Ain't fucking the right, you ain't pulling the hell.